Hey, you guys, it's your girl, Yahira Jones, and welcome to another episode of Dating with Herpes. As always, it is my hope and prayer that you find this episode inspirational and informative. I'm so sorry I'm just not getting out part two of this episode, but as the DWH community knows, I am just now getting back from vacation. I went to Las Vegas for the Lovers and Friends Festival, and it was epic. The Lovers and Friends had artists like Ludacris, Nelly, Usher, Little John, Lauren Hill, Ashanti, Jaru, just to name a few. It was so many artists. It was a total of 15 artists on a two-day festival. Um, I went day two, which I'm glad because they had worked out all of the kinks from day one. And it was just a beautiful, beautiful experience. On day one, there was a tragedy. Unfortunately, somebody did something dumb and and did a prank that there was a gun, um, which caused the stampede. And unfortunately, someone was trampled. Actually, many people were trampled, but one person was trampled, was taken to the hospital, and later died. So that was unfortunate. Um, Also, because it was so hot that weekend in Las Vegas, a lot of people had passed out, which I almost passed out on the day that we went. But thankfully, day two, they worked out a lot of kinks. They brought in buses for people to sit in, which is what I ended up doing to cool down. Um, And they brought in um, more water. They gave away water instead of selling water. Um, So it was a better experience. And thank God, after I got off the bus, because I, I literally almost passed out. After I got off the bus, after cooling down, the clouds began to roll in, which caused overcast. And the rest of the experience was so beautiful. Everyone was just chill. I don't know if it was the weed or because we're just old. (laughs) But no, it wasn't just because we're old, because there were so many younger people out there, um, people from all different races, men, women. Some people had their babies out there, which I didn't really understand, but I guess you couldn't get a babysitter, so I guess I understand. But it was just an amazing, an amazing concert, the best concert I have ever been to in my entire life. It was just beautiful. Um, and then on top of that, the the vacation to Las Vegas, as we were there for more days than just the, the um, concert, the festival, of course. But the trip to Vegas was beautiful. My hotel room was amazing. Um, it was just a lovely experience and I needed it, even though I didn't get any rest <laughs> because we was going the whole time from t- the time that we landed until the time that we left. It was just nonstop. And, uh, but it was just a lovely, lovely experience. So now that I'm back, <laughs> I can go ahead and get into part two of this episode. He said, she said, so let's get into it. On part one of He Said, She Said, I talked about an article that said that when it comes to dating, women believe that it's hard to find a man that meets their standards, while men believe that it's hard to find a woman that meets their expectations. I defined the differences between standards and expectations, and even though they sound similar, I really dove into the importance of setting standards for what you will or will not accept from your mate and for your relationship. 
Just to recap, by definition, standard means a level or quality or attainment, an idea or thing used as a measure, a norm, or a model in comparative evaluations. In reference to relationships, standards are minimum requirements. That is, a person feels certain qualities must be present or must not be present in the case of unwanted behaviors or values, and failing to meet these requirements result in a deal breaker. Now, expectations, by definition, is a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future, a belief that someone will or should achieve something. In reference to a relationship, expectation is an idea of what you want out of your partner and the relationship. So let's talk a little bit more about expectation. I found in another article, article on lifegoalmag.com called The Difference Between Expectations and Standards in Relationships. The article says that expectations entertain certain ideas about how we would like situations to turn out or how we would like other people to behave. The article provided the following example for an expectation and how it can play out in a relationship. And I thought this was really a really good example. Now, in the article, this is the person who's writing, the author of this article is saying this. This is their quote, not mine. It says, I expect communication throughout the day from my significant other. I'm not saying I need my cell phone going off every five minutes. That can be overwhelming. But I do appreciate the small things like, have a great day, or a simple, I just saw blank and it made me think of you text. The little things, it takes five seconds and it puts a big smile on my face. But when I don't receive those texts like I expect to, I hold it against my significant other and refuse to reply to their texts until I'm good and ready, could possibly be later in the day. Side note, (laughs) I really don't think men truly understand how a simple text message can brighten a woman's day and how much a simple text message could avoid so much drama. (laughs) You guys do not get it. I know that y'all don't understand. I know it. I know that y'all don't understand, but, but take this note. Take this little diamond. It's not even a nugget. It's a diamond that I'm telling you right now. The simple text message throughout the day, not just the good morning text. The good morning texts are cute. But if you just send a good morning text and then the rest of the day, I don't hear from you until like late at night, that's going to make me feel some type of way too. But just the simple text throughout the day, I'm just thinking about you. How's your day going? And I know that you guys like that too, but women really, really like that. When we don't hear from you, the thing that we're saying is just what this author is saying right here. Like out of your whole day, you couldn't take five seconds to say, hey, babe, how's your day going? You couldn't take five seconds. A text doesn't take much time. We're not asking for the lengthy calls. We're not asking for a paragraph in the text. We're just asking for a simple text just to let us know that you've thought about us. Let alone if I don't hear from you for days. 
you know, let alone that if I don't hear from you for days and I don't get nothing, but I mean, like it really does, it can set a fire and it can extinguish a fire. You know what I'm saying? Just if you don't send a text message or if you don't do the simple things, it can set a fire. But if you do, it can, it can prevent the forest fire. You could be smoky the bear out here. Only you could prevent forest fires. Do you understand? I'm trying to give you this diamond. This is a diamond. It's not even a nugget. It's a diamond. I digress. <laughs> the article continues to say, instead of reacting in such a way, ladies, I could communicate with my boyfriend and tell him I really like when you randomly text me about your day. It shows me that you're thinking of me. And just by telling him that, I could find out that he wasn't texting me like I expected him to because he didn't want to be overbearing and just wanted to give me my space. Problem resolved. Now, I will admit this. I was talking to someone very briefly and um, we were texting, you know, texting um, back and forth for, for a couple of days. And then one day I didn't receive the text, but now I'm used to this pattern, right? I'm used to this pattern of us texting each other. So then when I don't get a text message, I'm like, what, what's going on? You know, I haven't, I haven't heard from him today. And then I think we spoke later in the week and he admitted that he didn't want to be overbearing. He didn't want to, you know, overwhelm me with text messages at which I responded, Hey, I like the text messages. You're not overpowering or overbearing me with messages. I actually like that we communicate via text message. And it, it was that simple communication, not the expectation, but the communication that solved the issues. So there you go. See how this difference this is different, right? This is different from standard. This is something that can be negotiated. This expectation of, I like tech, I like texting you. or I like receiving text messages, text messages throughout the day versus I don't want to overpower, overshower you with text messages. There's a negotiation here. It's not a standard. I'm not saying if you don't text me every day, on the hour, then the relationship is over. No, it's a negotiation. I don't want to overpower you. It's not overpowering. Let's, let's come in the middle, right? Let's come in the middle. Let's negotiate this thing. Hey, are you there? Are you listening? Come here. I got a secret to share with you. It's a private group on Facebook called DWH. (laughs) Hey, you guys, it's your girl, Yahira Jones. Yes, I've created a private Facebook group called DWH, which stands for Dating with Herpes. So how do you get to this group? Well, you have to go to facebook.com forward slash Yahira.Jones.1. Again, that is facebook.com forward slash Y-A-H. I-R-A dot J-O-N-E-S dot the number one. That's the first step. Once you're there, I need you to send me an inbox message stating that you would like to join the Dating with Herpes private group. 
Once you've sent me that message, I will send you an invitation so that you can join the link. Now, this is a brand new page, so there's not a lot of content on the Hybrid Jones profile page, but I do have content on the group page. So again, go to my Facebook page, yahira.jones.1. Send me an inbox message saying that you would like to join the group and then I will send you an invitation. That's the only way to join at this time, but I want this to be a place where all of my listeners can come, share their stories with other listeners, and just be a community with each other. There are other, of course, herpes sites out there on Facebook, but this one I've created especially for you. So join me there. See you soon. Now, I'm not going to say that every expectation will be this easy to negotiate or that if you're even willing to negotiate it, but the bottom line is that it's possible with communication. And I actually think I'm going to use this personally going forward and stop assuming the worst. Instead, communicate with my partner. Hey, this is what my expectation is. And I noticed that you don't do X, Y, or Z. And then my partner, just like the example that I gave you earlier, can say, oh, the reason why I don't do this is because X, Y, and Z. And then we can negotiate how we can both meet our needs, right? We can both meet our expectations, right? The article goes on to say, bring your expectations to your partner's attention. Just what I just said, talk to them about it. Find out if they have similar expectations of you. Maybe they see that there's nothing wrong with the way that they behave. Maybe they don't even know that it's an issue. So by bringing it up, you can guys can talk about it. Or what if they've noticed their behavior, but didn't have an idea of how to change? That's where you may be able to come in and, you know, help them with meeting your expectations or or changing that behavior. Now, it says when it comes to standards and expectations in relationships, communication is the biggest component. Communication, communication, communication is the key. Now, it says if you're struggling to adjust your expectations, be more realistic and less demanding of your partner. And here are a few tips based on the author's experience. Make sure you're being reasonable. And I think that's the bottom line. Sometimes we, we both, men and women, have high expectations of the opposite sex, but they're not reasonable. <laughs> they're not reasonable at all. These are these grand ideas that we get from movies, that we get from music, that we get from books, but they're not reasonable. They're fantasy. They're not reasonable and nobody can meet those expectations. And if they do, they're not meeting them in a real way. They're doing these things just to appease you, not just to, not because this is what they do or that they're happy to do it. So it says, make sure you are calm when setting standards or expectation. What may seem like a great idea when you're angry or upset can later seem ridiculous. Okay. Number two, it says, stop using the word should. (laughs) In the words of the author's therapist, the author says, stop shooting yourself (laughs) all the time. One of the biggest problems 
the author says is that I always think someone should have handled the situation or how I should have done something differently. Stop it. You're not in in control of others. Remember that. And I've said that. The only person that you can control is yourself. You can't control what another person does. You can hope that they do. You can have expectations that that they do. You can have standards of what you would like in a relationship, but you cannot control what another person does. You're not in control of others. And beating yourself up over something in the past that you think you should have done differently is doing nothing for you. It's doing nothing for you. Number three, be aware of others' perspectives. The author says we all don't view the world in the same with the same pair of eyes. Realizing this can be a breakthrough for a lot of us, allowing us to understand why someone doesn't have the same expectations as we do. Right? We, me saying this, we don't grow up. We're not all raised the same. We're not all raised by the same set of parents. We don't have the same um, life experiences. So our perception of life and values and standards and expectations are always going to be different. They could be similar sometimes, but they're going to be different. So we can't expect what we have as standards and expectations to be the same of our partners. They could be similar, but they're not going to be the same. The author goes on to say, I have to keep reminding myself of this. People don't see things the way I see them. A lot of times we don't share the same moral compass. I just said that the same standards. (laughs) A lot of people are not going to treat me the way I treat them or show me the same respect that I give them. And I have to be okay with that because I cannot control what others do or say. I can only control myself. Did I write this article? I swear this author seems like, and I, I promise you, I, 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 I grazed over this article. I actually did not read each component. I read the, the keynotes, like the points, the ones, twos, and the threes. I didn't read the, the meat of everything that this author is saying, but I swear we are on the same page here. <laughs> like we're saying the same things, but yeah, but I think that's important to understand. And I, that's something I had to learn. That's the reason why I could tell it to y'all. I used to walk around this world. (laughs) I used to walk around in life thinking that if I give you respect, I'm going to get the same respect back. If I'm nice to you, they're going to be nice to me. And this is, this is outside of, um, romantic relationships. This is just relationship in general, like people that I work with, et cetera, et cetera. I thoroughly believe that if I treat people with kindness, that kindness will come back to me. And that is not so, unfortunately. That is not so. That is not life. People are going to hate on you. People are going to mistreat you undeservingly at times. Undeservingly. And it's unfortunate. But the thing about it is that we have to remember that everybody doesn't have the same life experiences that we have, right? And and unfortunately, It's unfortunate that they don't have the same moral compasses when it comes to treating people well, but it's life. It's life. And we don't know the reasons why they don't have that moral sense to treat people kindly and to be respectful. We don't know the reasoning behind that. We don't know how they were brought up. We don't know what traumas they've experienced. 
right, in their lives. So we have to be mindful and unfortunately not accept but understand that we're not always going to be treated the same that we treat people. And, and, and it's unfortunate, but yeah, it, it's what we have to realize. Now, she goes on to say, or the author goes on to say, if you're feeling like your basic needs and wants are not being met, it's definitely time for a conversation with your other half. Let them know how you feel, what your expectations are, and ask them what theirs are as well. This can only help grow into your relationship. And that's really all that I have. That's that's all that I have on expectation is not as lengthy as um, standard words, but I think that the key points that I'm giving you guys that I've gotten from this article is that communication is the key. It's okay to have expectations. It's okay, but make sure that they're reasonable and make sure that they're communicated because we, we don't know men. <laughs> we don't know what your expectations are. Not that you should give the guidelines and the blueprint for everything that you want your your female partner to to um, have or to do in a relationship, but if you meet somebody and you and you really care about them, and then you have this little nagging thing where, well, she's not doing this, and she's and it's and I don't like that she does that. Or females, if you if you're feeling the same way, he's not doing this. And I really wanted a man that does that. And, and I really wanted a guy that, you know, had these standards. Communicate it. There's nothing wrong with telling your partner how you feel, or what you expect in a relationship. Now, once you've communicated that and they say, hey, I, that's not me. Then it's up to you to decide, well, is this something that I can live without? Is this something that's negotiable? Is this something that a standard that is not negotiable, that I can't live without, that I can't live with, you know, it's, it's really, a, I think communication is the biggest thing. And I think a lot of times we're afraid to speak up and say, Hey, this is what I'm looking for. Can you provide this to me? Is this something that you could do for me? If not, then I think this is a deal breaker. I think this is a deal breaker. I think a lot of times we we stay in situations and become miserable or we decide to be alone because we're we're afraid that we're never going to meet somebody who's going to have these standards and expectations. And instead of talking about it, we say, you know what? I think I'm going to just stay by myself. It's easier to stay by myself than to talk or try to show somebody how to treat me. No. It's okay. Have those hard conversations. And I think a lot of times we get in these relationships, we don't have the hard conversations. Yeah, it's hard to disclose, but it's also hard to tell a person the type of relationship that you want. And a lot of times we're afraid to have that conversation. We can't be afraid when we want to be when we want to be loved the right way. What is there to be afraid of? If you want to be loved the right way, why can't you say it? Why can't you tell a person, this is how I want to be loved. This is how I want to be treated. You got to speak up. And the reason why I actually decided to do this episode, this is actually not even going to be an episode. These two episodes was was not even on my um, episode list ideas, ideas for episode. 
I actually started doing this research for myself because I keep having bad situations and relationships. I keep experiencing the same things. And I said, okay, if I'm experiencing the same things, then it has to be something up with me. Have I not held on to my standards? Let me reevaluate my standards. Let me see what, what I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting here. And I realized that I had let go a lot of things. And then I had to reevaluate my expectations. What do I expect from a relationship? What do I want out of a relationship? And I realized that some of my expectations weren't reasonable. You know, I was, I had these very high expectations that not too many men could live up to. So I did this episode for me. But I hope you guys are reaping the benefits from it. I hope it makes sense. I know that sometimes I ramble. Like sometimes my thoughts are not very organized and I jump from one thing to the next. But I hope you guys followed me on this journey. And I hope it helps when it comes to the new relationships that you guys establish. Anyway, if you would like to reach out to me, you can reach me at yahirajoneshope at gmail.com. That is Y-A-H-I-R-A-J-O-N-E-S-H-O-P-E at gmail.com. You can also message me by hitting the show notes on whatever streaming platform that you're using to listen to this podcast. Um, if you use the show notes, it's only for reading purposes. I am not able to message you back. But I love seeing the show notes um, messages. It allows other potential listeners to see what you're getting out of this podcast. So you can leave me a message there. As long as you don't want me to respond, that's great. Um, I also want to shout out, I have my very first subscriber. Like this whole three years that I've been doing dating with herpes, I've never had a paid subscriber. So you know who you are. I don't want to say your name, but thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I, It almost brought me to tears. I said, Man, I must be doing something right that somebody is, is, is actually um, sewing into what I'm doing. And I promise to do more. I've been more active on DWH. I've really got to, I have so many little things that I'm doing outside of dating with herpes that it sometimes distracts me. But, um, and I apologize about that to all of my listeners, not to just the paid subscriber, but I am really going to try very hard to get more episodes out. I'm hoping that by doing two um, parts and and breaking up my episodes, it will, it will help me to structure more because sometimes I just can't carve enough time out to record an episode or to do the research. Um, so I, I promise, I promise, I promise I'm, I'm going to try to do so much better. I'm going to try to at least get two episodes out a month. The only reason why I wasn't able to do it this month is because I'm on a vacation. <laughs> so, but next month, look forward to two episodes. If you have any ideas or things that you would like for me to cover in future episodes, please reach out to me via email or through the show notes. Or if you're in DWH, just send me a private message. This is what I would like for you guys to talk. For, I would like for you to talk about going forward. Also, shout out to DWH. Um, I've been trying to be more active on there. I hope you guys are enjoying the content on there. I love to see us growing. Um, we are well beyond now our hundred um, epi- hundred member milestone. Um, thank you all for 
sharing on there. Um, share more, share more. This is where you come to talk about things, to, to kind of hash stuff out, to get input. This is the community that you want to be a part of. Share there. Don't be afraid to share there. It's private. Nobody else but people who listen to this podcast is in that group. And I made it that way. So feel free to share there. Until next time, I am your girl, Yahira Jones. Be safe and God bless.